attempt to do some slides today for the first time. So. Walter's got me set up. If I can just push the button right. Let's see. Many of you might know who this is. John Robert Wooden was an American basketball coach and player. He was born October 14, 1910 in the small Midwestern town of Hall, Indiana. He died June 4, 2010, almost four months before he turned 100 years old. His family moved to Martinsville, Indiana when he was 14 and wouldn't let his high school team to a state championship in 1927. While he was there, he was selected All-State three times. This was just the beginning of his basketball career. <laughs> After graduating from high school in 28, he attended Purdue University and played basketball there on the Boilermaker team. While playing NCAA, he became the first player ever to be named a three-time All-American. He always made himself and held himself to incredibly high standards. During one 46-game stretch, he made 134 consecutive free throws without a miss. <clears throat> he played professional basketball after 1939. He graduated in, in 42 when World War II broke out. Being a patriot, he entered the service <coughs> He went on and later played, he was playing professional basketball too. He played professional basketball in two, team, two towns and both towns while he did it, he also coached high school basketball, basketball while being a professional basketball player. He felt the need to encourage young students to play and to push themselves towards excellence. He coached at Indiana State after the war and also went on next and coached at UCLA where he coached until he retired in 1975. Coach Wooden's team would win the NCAA championship 10 out of 12 years in one stretch with seven in a row, an unprecedented feet there again. He had a winning streak as a coach as much as 88 games in a row. His win-loss record for college was 664 wins to 162 losses, a 75.6 win ratio. And his high school record was 80.7 win-loss ratio and he only had one losing season the whole time he coached, the first year he coached high school basketball. He even coached high school ba or college baseball one year in Indiana and won all of his games. He has a 100% win record for his college or baseball coaching career. While achieving these unbelievable successes, he was considered to be a humble gentleman. In this day 
of many obnoxious, arrogant, and rude athletes, we see that a man like this is all in a league all his own. He has numerous quotes. We'll look at, I'll put a few up there. I don't know if you can see. I'll try and hit some highlights. Nothing will work unless you do. If there's anything you could point out where I was a little different, it was the fact that I never mentioned winning. Don't let yesterday take up too much of today. I had three rules for my players. No profanity, don't criticize a teammate, never be late. Discipline yourselves and others won't need to. If a player's not doing the things he should, sit him on the bench, he'll come around. What you are as a person is far more important than what you are as a basketball player. Never make excuses. Your friends don't need them and your foes won't believe them. Some of these, the first one uh, there on the screen, talent is God-given. Be humble. Fame is man-given. Be grateful. Conceit is self-given. Be careful. Number six, be true to yourself. Help others. Make each day your masterpiece. Make friendships a fine art. Drink deeply from good books, especially the Bible. Build a shelter against the rainy day. Give thanks for your blessings and pray for guidance every day. We see that he was a man of principle and a, and a man of religion. Number 14, never lie, never cheat, never steal. He didn't write that, did he? That's part of the Ten Commandments all the way back. Today is the only day. Yesterday is gone. Young people need models, not critics. Never mistake activity for achievement. You can't live a perfect day without doing something for someone who will never be able to repay you. If you've been around me very much, I think you probably know that I love basketball, and I'm not trying to give a lesson on John Wooden. But I do not love what our society is doing to basketball or trying to make it into. And not just basketball, all professional sports. But basketball is not life. It's just a tool. It's just a tool to learn skills to help you go through life. Yet with all the wisdom, practicality, positive experiences, and role model John Wooden was, when I think back on all the experiences I've been blessed to have gotten to do, getting to hear John Wooden speak is one of the things that I hold at the top of the things that I'm thankful for, of rare things that I've got to do. I didn't get to shake his hand, but I got to hear him share his wisdom, his character, his class, and his inspiration. This debonair gentleman was the epitome of sophistication and class to me. He was many times my elder, but I got to see him and listen to him and admire him in person. Yet, with all this hype 
respect, esteem, and appreciation, John Wooden was just a man. I don't agree with everything John Wooden said, but he was a God-fearing man of many high standards, morals, and principles. If I asked you if you had your choice of meeting anyone in the entire history of the world, who would it be? I hope you thought Jesus. In Mark 10 and verse 1, Mark 10 and verse 1 says, Getting up, he went up from there to the region of Judea and beyond the border, to be on the Jordan. Crowds gathered around him, and according to his custom, he once more began to teach them. Jesus was someone everyone wanted to hear. Even if the critics wanted to destroy him, they wanted to listen to him. They wanted to hear what he was saying. Nicodemus came to Jesus by night, one of the Sanhedrin, and said, we know that you're from God because no one can do the things that you do if he wasn't. Luke 9 and verse 11 again says, but the crowds were aware of this and followed him. And welcoming them, he began speaking to them about the kingdom of God and curing those who had need of healing. Many, many people wanted to see and hear Jesus. But have you thought about who Jesus was and is? John 1.29 says that Jesus was the Lamb of God which takes away the sins of the world. Jesus was a humble man that led by example. So humble that in Luke 2.11 we see that He was a servant who lowered himself to the ground, washing the feet of his disciples. Ephesians 5, verses 1 through 2, tells us to be followers of God and walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us. Jesus had compassion, as we're told in Ephesians 4 and 32. Jesus loves us just like we're told in John 13, 1, He loved His disciples. Philippians 2, verses 5 through 8, shows us that even though He was God, He humbled Himself and made Himself of no reputation. We see that He was obedient and did the things He should, even being obedient unto death. He did that for you and He did that for me. He did it for all of us. What a perfect example in everything. Jesus gave up everything and came here to help us, to teach us, and to give us eternal life. Jesus lived through the same struggles we live through every day, yet 1 John 3 and verse 3 tells us that He did it perfectly and remained pure, giving us a perfect example to follow. If anyone in the Bible was a perfect leader, it was Jesus because He was perfect. There are many people who I would have liked to have met that have gone on, but I want to see Jesus. John Wooden, we don't have a chance to see him anymore. Not here. But we 
can all see Jesus. I had heard a lot about John Wooden and I, I never dreamed that I would get to see him in person as far from here to Sam sitting, giving his, giving his points of wisdom and inspiration and encouragement. I had faith that he had done the things that he had said and that I had heard about him that he existed. But when I saw him, you know what? I didn't have faith anymore. You know why? Because I had sight. Faith is the evidence of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But when I saw John Wooden, I didn't have faith anymore. And that's how it's going to be when we see Jesus. I'm so looking forward to my faith becoming sight of him. There are several admirable quotes we've looked at from this human man of John Wooden. But we know what is said about Jesus' words. John 4, 7, John 7, 46 gives us this description of how Jesus spoke. Austin spoke about this this week. He said, no man has ever spoken like this. I want to see and listen to Jesus. And guess what? I can and I'm going to. I've made up my mind. And you all should too. If we obey and do what He's told us to do, live a righteous life, remaining faithful, every one of us can see Jesus. Let's live, live our life in a manner that brings honor to God. Paul in 1 Corinthians 9, 24-27 he used in that athletic analogy also, telling us that he ran as to win the race so that he could have the prize of life. And that's what we should do. We should be disciplining, disciplining ourselves in that race, that goal of heaven, so that no one else has to discipline us. One final John Wooden quote, and I'll close. <laughs> He said, if I were ever prosecuted for my religion, I truly hope there would be enough evidence to convict me. He hoped he displayed his faith enough that there would be no doubt that he was a Christian. I don't know his affiliation and where he, where he worshipped or didn't worship, but I know he left some good words that help us in life. And quoting the Bible and telling us to read it as well. I truly hope there's enough evidence to convict me too. Let's fight the good fight so that we can have trophies to take with us to heaven.